are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? Webb, the Eastern Conference Finals are happening. The Western Conference Finals are happening. They are both junk. And our last show set the internet on fire. People kept messaging me. Coop, I saw Webb's rankings. We need yours. They were garbage. We need Coop's rankings. Webb, how do you feel about that? I feel like you're a liar. That's Tough it. but fair. Tough but fair. Yeah, that makes sense. First of all, no one's messaging you. No one I got friends. To speak to you. I got friends. Come on. I got a puppy. Uh, yeah, even that won't be a puppy soon. So It is what it is. Webb, let's start with the Eastern Conference Finals. We can do the West. Dallas beat Golden State to make a 3-1. That series is a joke and it's over. Do we need to say more about that or think you're good with that? No, Golden State's closing out for sure tonight. Yeah. If they don't, we'll talk about it on the next show, but I think this is over. I'd be absolutely shocked. Golden State let Dallas win one for some self-respect and that was it. If Golden State does not win tonight and this game goes to six or seven, they're not winning. Like, they're not winning the, the championship, even if they advance. Golden State. That's possible. If they lose tonight, they might not win the series. If Luka gets some confidence in him, I don't know. If if they lose tonight, it's a loss for Golden State. <laughs> sorry, if it, sorry, if they if, if if they sorry, I messed that up. If this goes to Game Six and Golden State wins, it's still a loss for Golden State because they've shown that they can't really put their foot on you know on the on their opponent. So yeah, if Dallas wins tonight, the series is going seven. Dallas isn't going to lose in Dallas in Game Six. This is going to go seven for sure. Yeah, and that's terrible for Golden State. And they will for sure lose uh, in the next round, the finals. They might lose anyway. Boston looks pretty good right now. They might lose anyway. Yeah, we'll see, man. Jalen Brown looked pretty good last night. Let's move, on to the, let's move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll talk about my boy and Jalen Brown. The Celtics won 93-80 to in a game that genuinely didn't feel this close. Uh, Miami was completely awful. Kyle Lowry and Struess, their two starting guards, got zero points. They Sorry, they were O. For 12 from 3 and 0 for 15 from field goals. You can't win games that way. No Tyler Hero. Was this the worst game Miami's played all season with? It's possible. I mean, like, I was looking at uh, a stat today, and I know you've been all out on this Lowry uh, signing. I thought it was going to be good because Lowry was good. But he's averaging 5.6 points per game, 26.7% uh, shooting. From the field and 20.5% from distance from three during this playoffs. Signed for three years, $85 million. He is shooting under 27%. And it's not like he's going to be healthier next season. When you get older, you don't get healthier. I have a little trick what teams should start doing before they sign these guys that are older. Take them out for dinner and ask the guy you're bringing to make the reservation. If he says 8 o'clock, you're probably okay. If it's a 5.15 dinner, Resi, this guy's too old. Don't sign him. I think this is a genius way. You don't break any age discrimination laws. It's just genius all around. Might be what you have to do, man. I've had worse ideas. I for sure had worse ideas than that. That's an understatement. <laughs> man, Duncan Robinson, I kind of like still, but you probably shouldn't play him. He's not as good as Tyler Hero, and you notice the difference, like big time. Duncan Robinson is terrible. And you can find five Duncan Robinsons per draft. But you can't find five of them that are making $90 million. 
No, terrible signing. Ooh. Westbrook for Duncan Robinson. That might be the deal for the Lakers. That might be it. Not happening. Um, <laughs> You're right. Westbrook won't be traded. You're right. That's that, that's that's a terrible deal. That's 18 million per year for Duncan Robinson, and nearly 30 million dollars a year for Kyle Lowry for the next couple of years. Yeah, I think there should also be a rule. If you are named after a cookie, you shouldn't get a basketball contract. That should be a rule. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Right? Dunkaroos, Duncan, same thing. <laughs> I I don't know, man. You're on something today. You don't remember Dunkaroos? Of course I remember Dunkaroos. Shut your mouth, all right? Watch it. <laughs> Darren Bad about Dunkaroos. <laughs> Terrible joke. So Jalen Brown was incredible last night. My boy Jason Tatum, not so much. But together, that defensive force. But really, Williams, Robert Williams, is this, this, he's the story of the series to me. His defense, I think yesterday, he covered 10 guys to shooting field goals, and they were 0 for 10 on their shots, and he was guarding them. This is insane. His defensive presence is incredible. Yeah, he's great. So is Al Horford, still killing it. Marcus Smart, like they had Grant Williams, Derek White. Like they have some real guys there. Um, Jalen Brown was great. Uh, Jason Tatum was awful. Um, he was absolutely awful. He, I think he had seven points, seven assists, and like four turnovers at one point, like late in the game. And then he he got some garbage time buckets, which has been the story of this series. But um, yeah, the Heat are done for sure. There's no way they can win two series, two more games in a row against this defense with how injured they are. It's impossible. They can't do it. I mean, I think Hero's going to come back for sure tomorrow. But I mean, this is why you have home court advantage. And Bo- it's not like Boston's been like invincible at home. They've lost to Milwaukee. They've lost to Miami. Um, you know, do you kind of feel like Boston is sort of the Phoenix Suns of this year with their run? I don't because of their defensive presence. I think this kind of makes sense for them. I thought the Suns was weird last year. But this Phoenix year, had a good defensive team too. Yeah, but their best player, Devin Booker, isn't a defensive superstar. All these guys in the Celtics play de- like this is a team defense. Like that's what they're built on. This team. I mean, I still think Jason Tatum's highly overrated as a defender. I think he just looks good because he's on a roster full of like defensive juggernauts. But there was Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton. Meh. Um. Uh. Who am I forgetting? Uh, Tory Craig, Jay Crowder, all those guys could play defense. Not in the same way as the Celtics. And the reason why I say that is because they all had, or Phoenix had a lot of help last year getting to the finals. I think the same thing could be said for Boston. No Ben Simmons. You know, obviously they traded harder for Ben Simmons. He didn't play at all. Swept. Uh, yeah, but Kyrie and KD played. You can't blame them for that. Right, but they they were missing a huge cog. He never played the whole season. You can't say they missed him and they never had him. Yeah, but they got rid of James Harden for nothing. That's what I'm saying. If they kept James Harden. They got Steph they got Seth Curry and uh the tall guy. Oh, what's his name? Oh, they got they, they got Seth. He, he didn't do much. The center they got. Oh my he was on the Lakers last year. Why am I not remembering this guy's name right now? In that on deal? Detroit? Yeah. Oh, oh, Drummond. Drummond, yeah, sorry. Andre Drummond. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking that you were saying in a trade. Right, right, right. Um yeah, but they're still missing that 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 big third player like Ben Simmons didn't play at all, so that that that's a huge that's a huge gap. They they got they traded for him at the deadline for him to play. They, they wouldn't have gotten swept. Maybe not, but they probably would have lost. M- Milwaukee Middleton's missing. That's a huge that's a huge hole. Three and D guy. Eh. That's a huge hole. Is it? 
It's 25 and 5 a night. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. man. Is Come it? on. Come on. I'm just kidding. Is... I stopped bad by the Middleton after he won the title. I've been nice to Middleton for the whole year. I've been good. Yeah. And now Miami, they run, you know, Lowry missed the first couple games. Uh, Tyler Heroes missed the last two games. I think it can be argued that it's a, not ex- identical, but it's similar. They had a they lot lost of help. Horford. They lost Horford and Smart as well for a game or two. They've had injuries too. I think it was uh, it was one game. I thought, I thought Smart missed two games. Did he miss game one and game three or something like that, or game four? I know he missed game one, and Horford missed game one. Uh, I think they both came back game two. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe Smart missed a game after that, and Robert Williams may have missed a game too. I, I do not consider this a lucky run like Phoenix went on last year. But they, they played a real team in the in Brooklyn in the first round. Like last year, Phoenix played a fake team in the Lakers. It's different. Like they had a real competition, real I, real challenges. I'm not saying it's a it's a fluke. I'm just saying they had a lot of help to to not have Ben Simmons and sweep Brooklyn. That was fortunate. To not have Chris Middleton. I mean, it still went to seven games. Like, yeah, I think it'd be argued Milwaukee, Milwaukee could have won that series for sure. I just. I don't consider this an asterisk at all. They've earned not, this if they make the finals. Not an asterisk. I'm just saying they have some help in every single round. That's what. That's why I bring it up. It wasn't just one team. It was every single round. They had a little bit. Of, they had I don't. Cons- I don't consider the 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 Brooklyn one help. You traded for Ben Simmons, and you, he was never going to play for you. You traded for a broken man. You can't be surprised he's broken. That's what you get. Yeah, but I, I still think that's a huge void because. I think it would have been different if, ben, if they had Ben Simmons for a full year and he didn't play for the full year. But they had James Harden for half the year. They were used to that production. They got rid of James Harden for Ben Simmons and they got nothing out of it. That's a huge loss. If they kept James Harden, or if at least they had some production from Ben Simmons, it would have been a different series. Philly so got nothing out of James Harden either. So it's not like they got something good in that series. <laughs> so what does the difference? It's the same Philly, thing. Philly went the Philly went the opposite route though, and and um uh what was I gonna say? Embiid was 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 broken up. He was. I, I think the maddest I've been this season. So I think around early March, I was listening to the the Bill Simmons podcast, and he had someone. I think it was Warren Sharp, and they said the Celtics, based on their model, had the best chances to win the title. And I was like, they're like the seven seed right now. What are you talking about? And I went and looked it up, and they were like fifteen to one to win it all. And I didn't bet it. And now I'm so mad at myself. I was like, Simmons is just a homer. This is ridiculous. And now they might win the title, and I'm furious at myself. Yeah, Simmons is terrible. But uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, they haven't won yet. So don't feel that bad. They're not even in the finals yet. We don't know what's going to happen. And the smart money's on them making the finals, though. Being fair. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known. Like, why would you have taken that that bet? I mean, I thought the Celtics were going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to go to the finals. I didn't. I thought they'd be good. I thought everyone was getting too caught up and saying trade Jalen Brown and all this other stuff. And I thought they'd be good, but I didn't think they'd be in the Eastern Conference finals necessarily. I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait for the finals. Hopefully we get a real series for once because this round's been awful. Yeah, the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals have been terrible. Awful. Okay, Webb. Let's move on to what the people, and I use people in like the broad sense of all the people I've been waiting for. It is time for Coop's Power Rankings. Dun, 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 dun. This is the sequel. This is the follow-up. Is it going to surpass the original? which was Webb's power rankings just a few days ago. This will destroy Webb's power rankings. That's a guarantee. 
That's easy money. That's Celtics heat right there. That's easy money. All right, we'll see, buddy. That's Dallas Phoenix. That's how easy money that is. This is Luka in Game 7's easy money. Not a good track record until uh, the last round. It's 46 against the Clippers. Let's get into it, though, Webb. I am excited for this. It doesn't matter, allegedly. This is going to be so much fun. I genuinely enjoyed your rankings. I think you're going to like mine. We have some huge differences here. I think we're going to enjoy this. I love my rankings. I thought they were great. Um, (laughs) I hope so, yeah. Uh, But I'm excited to hear yours and how ridiculous they are. And um, can't wait to see where you have the Jags and the Chargers. Let's get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just want to say, PFF and my rankings overlapped in, in five areas. So I and I think you and I overlapped in a few areas as well. So I want to see how much overlap there is with the experts out there. I am the one true expert. So we'll see how PFF aligns with me. That's how <laughs> we'll judge it. And there are other sites too, NBC Sports and um, CBS. But nah. yeah. So all right, you want to start from number one, or do you want to copy me and start from thirty-two? Let's start from thirty-two. Let's count it down. All right. Follow the blueprint, I guess. Um, <laughs> You're about right, to get ethered, though. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, 32. Who you have? Who's coming at 32 on power rankings? 32. The worst team in the NFL are the Atlanta Falcons. I think this team is awful. They have no receivers. I don't like the running back. I have no faith in this quarterback for a full season. Desmond Ritter has to start for them, and I'm not sure how good he'll be as a rookie. The defense has two good players and then a bunch of meh. I just do not like this team at all. I think they want to lose games. That is their plan to get the number one pick for next year's draft. I think they will do that, and they will be the worst team in football this year. Atlanta Falcons, 32. Interesting. I'm not crazy about this roster, but I think they have some pieces. Um, but I can't argue with you at, at, at 32. So when you say 32, are you saying that this team is going to get like one or two wins next year? Or are you just saying like this roster for now is the bottom? This is the worst roster in football to me as of right now. It's kind of hard to tell because of just injuries, who's going to get how many wins. They could luck into six wins. But I think that this is the worst roster in football. And I think it's on purpose. They're trying to be the worst roster in football. Okay. Yeah. I have no faith in this team. I don't mind their receivers, to be honest, compared to other trash teams. But um, Name two of them. Drake London. That's one. I think is going to be good. And we haven't seen Zero catches. Through. Zero catches, They're, yes. Right. Um, they traded for Brian Edwards last week, who isn't terrible. He's okay. And and I, I count Kyle Pitts in that receiving court, even though he's a tight end. Not terrible. Rookie receivers are usually terrible. For the first year, sometimes two, unless they have a rapport with the quarterback. I think well, Drake London could be for a tough season right now. Well, we've seen and lately, though, the opposite with rookie well, receivers. There's been two guys that were really good. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase have thrown off, thrown us off for a little bit. They were ridiculous. I'm not sure that's common gonna happen, commonly going to happen. That, But there's also been Jalen Waddle, who broke the record last year, who was solid. And Devontae Smith, who you love, who was solid. Eh, they were fine. But they're, I think they'll be good in year two. I'm saying the first year, we haven't seen the best of what they're going to be. They're going to get better. I agree with that. Yeah. Drake London isn't a speed receiver either. He's a possession guy. 
he's run 12 yards and turn around and jump. And I, I hope that works for him, but it, it's hard in the NFL. It is. We'll see. You will be drafting him in fantasy football. Stop lying. A thousand percent. I will not be drafting Jake London. Drake London. A thousand percent. No. Okay. I have no faith in Marcus Marietta to throw the football. Well, he won't be throwing the football. <laughs> if Desmond Ritter starting, I might draft Drake London. <laughs> to be honest, I might do it. I was talking about Desmond Ritter with you in like November. I thought this guy's really good. <laughs> so we'll you see. Were. We'll see. All right. Spent a lot of time on that terrible roster. Uh, who do you have at 31? At 31, I have the Carolina Panthers. This wow, is a team, I, I don't hate all of it, but I hate enough of it. And I hate the main piece so much that I think it's just awful. The coach wants to be gone. Sam Darnold's your starter, which is not good. He was a better running back than quarterback last year. Christian McCaffrey's making $15 million and is going to play three games for you. I just have no faith in this team. The defense, I think, is overhyped. I'm not sure how good any of these guys are. I think they're going to be bad. All right. I disagree with you on them being bad, bad. I think they're good for about six games at least to win. I, don't, I just don't see how they can be worse than last year. I think their offensive line is bad. I'm not sure how... I'm not sure if Icky is going to be a good left tackle to start. I'm not, I'm, I think he might be better as a guard. I, the receivers are okay, but I just don't have any faith in Sam Darnold winning you any football games. Especially with the, like, the coach is going to be fired by week six. Like, this is going to happen. It's bad. Fair. Um, we'll see. Number 30, who do you have, Coop? At number 30, I have the Chicago Bears. Uh, they, we talked about it with you. I think they have the worst offensive skill players in the league. They have no talent. Offensive line is awful. Justin Fields is going to get killed this year. The defense traded away Khalil Mack. They still have Robert Quinn but and Roquan Smith, but not much else. Like Eddie Jackson is okay, but he's a safety. So I don't value safety like that. I've said this a bunch of times. I just think this, this roster is bad everywhere. And I'm not sure how they get better to win games. Unless Justin Fields just goes crazy, which I hope happens. But he has nobody to throw to. We'll see. Yeah, a lot of people are really down on this roster. I think this roster is bad, um, but I, I actually like their secondary quite a bit, um, you know, compared to the rest of the roster. I think there's, there's teams that I have higher on my list who don't have some of these players in their in their defense, like you mentioned. But we'll see. I also think that part of my ranking for them, if you have good players but you know the team is supposed to lose, are you going to try as hard to win if everyone else is awful? That can wear on you mentally. They have a new head coach, who is the Colts' former defensive coordinator, who I was not a fan of. A new GM. I think they want to bottom out as well and just get a high draft pick and hope to build the round fields for next season. That's fair. Well, we'll see what happens. I think this defense is good enough to win you about three, four games. That's why I'm not as low on them. Uh, They can't stop the run at all, so people are going to run through them like a a turnstile. It's going to be a joke. But it'll be interesting to see. Who do you have at uh, 29? The Seattle Seahawks at 29. I think this team is very bad. They have two good receivers. Noah Fant, to me, is so hit and miss. And I don't know who's playing quarterback for them. Is it Geno Smith? Is it Drew Locke? Is it Jacob Eason? I think Jacob Eason might start 10 games in this team this year. Because the other two are so awful. Their defense, it's really weird to me. Because like I like some of the players, kind of. But then I don't also. Like, Nuosu... Showed some flashes in the Chargers. Puna Ford's good against the run. Jamal Adams is never healthy anymore. And Sidney Jones is, was 
was a high draft pick, but he was injured. So we haven't really seen him be healthy very much. Like, I just don't know what this team is. I don't know what Pete Carroll's trying to do here. They drafted a running back early again. Like, I don't know what this plan is. Like, they just keep doing that. I don't know what they want to do. It's not win football games, that's for sure. Another roster I'm not that low on. Uh, I'm low on them, but not 29 low. I think they have some pieces. Quarterback's a big issue for them, but they have a pretty solid uh, uh, group of receivers. And I think they can run the football. I actually like what they did in the draft. So we'll see what happens. I don't think they'll be very competitive, but I think they'll... I don't think this is the worst team in the NFC. Or the second worst. Or the third. They're the fourth worst. You got that so wrong. Did you name all NFC players? You named yes. Chicago, Atlanta. Carolina. Seattle. Oh, right. Carolina. I always forget about Carolina. Okay. So Everyone does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So number 28, who do you have? Number 28 is the Houston Texans. This is a team I kind of like as well. Like, I don't hate the Texans roster. I kind of like Davis Mills. Brandon Cooks is pretty good. I love John Mechie coming out of Alabama, but he's injured. The offensive line isn't awful. They have some okay talent on defense, but they just don't have a lot of top-level talent. They don't have any, like, blue-chip guys. They got a bunch of sixes and sevens, but they don't have many twos and threes, which is solid. I just think that they're not a great team, but I think I think they'll, they'll keep the games close. This team could win five or six games. Okay. I think we see this differently. I The way you described Houston is the way I described Carolina, except that uh, I think they have better players on offense. But it's interesting. You see this differently. Marlon Mack, when healthy, is a very good running back. And he's healthy now. Brandon Cooks. Christian McCaffrey, though. Yeah, but Christian McCaffrey is continuously hurt. Marlon Mack got hurt once. Well, Marlon Mack tore his Achilles. Christian McCaffrey didn't have, like, a a long-term devastating injury like that. He does have one, though. WBB. (laughs) I've talked about this numerous times. That's a devastating injury. All right. Who do you have at 27? You're ridiculous. I have the same pick as Webb, the Washington professional football team at 27. You know they have I a like, name now, right? I n- Never calling them that. They're the, they're the football team to me. Okay. Uh, I like this team's defense. I kind of like their skill players. It's the quarterback that's going to cook them terribly. This team is going to collapse. At one point, Curtis Samuel's probably going to punch Carson Wentz in the face. That's where this is going, and it's going to destroy the team. That's my prediction. That's a fair prediction. Um, I agree with you. Obviously, we had them at the same spot. Yeah. Could you see this team going on a run? Like Honestly, winning like I 10 could. games? I've, so I love this team's defense. If I'm, like, I'm not lying to you. If Carson Wentz was out and it was any other top 25 starter, this team would be at like 13 to me. Carson Wentz drops you down that far in my eyes because he's so awful. Yeah, he's going to uh, have that locker room just... Um, you know, pissed off. Everybody hates him. Like, like, there's no one that likes Carson Wentz. They're like, this guy's this is a good guy. They had a shrines to Nick Foles in Philadelphia while Carson Wentz was in the locker room. They didn't even care. They're like, I don't care if he sees this. Like, that's how much they hated this guy. Yeah, he's not likable at all. No. Redheaded freak. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> we have uh, number 26 on the board. Who do you have? This is where he agreed as well. I have the New York Giants at 26. Wow. I, I kind of like this Giants team a little bit, but it's really up and down and super injury prone. So I'm not sure what you're getting. They improved the offensive line. 
which I think will help Daniel Jones to find out if he's the guy or not. Saquon can't stay healthy. Last year, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, and Kadarius Tony, I think, averaged zero touchdowns between them. They had zero touchdowns. Their defense is good. I just don't know how good the offense will be, if they'll be able to contribute anything. Or is this team hoping to win games like 13 to 10? Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, it might be that. But I kind of like their players. They kind of fit together pretty well. Daniel Jones is a huge question mark, and I just think this is like a six-win team maybe. Yeah. I don't see much upside here with Daniel Jones' quarterback is the issue for them. Well, they have one of the best running backs in the league. Matt Breida is pretty good. Matt Breida (laughs) is pretty good. Matt Breida will probably have more touchdowns than Saquon this year, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. I saw a video of Saquon doing squats like two days ago, and I was like, should I be back in on this? And I was like, no, I can't do it again. I cannot do this again to myself. Saquon's a beast. Like he is chiseled, and he's a scary specimen. But he's also not good at football. I, he's too hit and miss. I don't want you to have ten carries for a hundred and two yards if one of them's for ninety and the other nine are for one. Like I don't want that football played. It's terrible. That's Saquon, and then he'll 100%. have a game. He'll have a game when he's when he has ten carries for five yards. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, you were in on this early. And you were 100% correct. It's been bad. And you know what? I was even a little inaccurate because I think I called Saquon the new Derrick Rose, and that is disrespectful to Derrick Rose. Is How he the Greg I? Odin? Is he Greg Odin with the misshaped legs? Yeah, he might be. Yeah, it's not good. All right, so that puts us at 25. At 25, I have the Detroit Lions. I like what this team is building. I really do. Their defense could be really fun this year. Aiden Hutchinson, Romeo Aquara, Brockers is good. Aline McNeil is a high draft pick. Alex Anzalone from New Orleans was good when healthy. Jared David was a first-round pick. Jeff Akuda, if he can stay healthy. This team has a really strong defense. They have a really good offensive line. They built this up pretty well. If Jamison Williams, who they took in the first round, they traded up to 11 to get. If he was going to play the full season, I might have his team like maybe the top 20, like number 20 or 19. But I think with Jared Goff, they're going to struggle to score points. But they have upside here. I like I like how this team is being built. I like the coach. I kind of like Detroit. Yeah, I'm not mad at your Detroit pick being high. You know, the two question marks for me, I agree with almost everything you said. Uh, Jared Goff and uh, DeAndre Swift. Don't know if those two will be very, um, very powerful and very dependable uh, to get this offense going. Uh, but I, I like the piece. I think I think the, the defense is going to be strong, and Detroit could have won a, a number of games last year. You know, DeAndre Swift was taken before Jonathan Taylor was the draft. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. I still will never forget him. Fumble, not fumbling, but like Miss dropping the catch in the end zone. Dropping that That's catch. the only thing I remember from him as yeah. well. That's the only play I remember from him. Yeah, that's how. I, that's what I. What comes to mind when I think of John? Um, sorry, DeAndre Swift. Me too. That's his only memorable play. It's when he didn't make the play. Yeah, which is tough. Yeah. All right. Twenty-four. Who do you have? So I have the New York Jets, and I'm not going to lie to you, Webb. After our discussion on our last show, I wanted to move them up because you made so many good points. I have the Jets too low. I think I do. Like This roster is really good. I, I love their drafts. Their offensive line could use some work, but they have really good weapons now. Their defense has pieces everywhere. 
Jermaine Johnson, I'd love to the drafting field of 27. Quinton Williams is elite. Sheldon Rankins can still play. If Carl Lawson is healthy to start the year, this could be a really good defense. I loved Sauce Gardner. CJ Mosley's back. He was one of the best linebackers in football. My big issue with this team is Mekhi Becton, if he's going to play for the Jets or not. I think there's a good chance he's traded or just does not report. But this team has a lot of upside. If Zach Wilson's the guy he was supposed to be coming out, they won't win the AFC East because of the Buffalo Bills. But they could compete for a wild card spot. That isn't crazy to me. Well, this team has all the pieces. They improved in every area. I agree with you. The only thing, two things keep me from raising the Jets higher. I had them, what, 23? Or 24? I think you had them at 23. Yeah. I would have put them into the top 20, to be honest. But Zach Wilson is a big question mark for me. And just the Jets. Just just the history of the Jets. Question mark Yeah, for me. that's fair. That's very fair. But, like, I love Lake and Tomlinson. They got him like to make the run game go. Brees Hall was my number one running back in this draft. C.G. Uzama was the tight end for the Bengals, who was really good. He got hurt for the Super Bowl, but he was really good for them. He's a solid just guy that's going to catch the passes when you throw it. They also drafted Jeremy Rucker from Ohio State at tight end, who I liked. They've got a bunch of guys here that can play football. It's gonna, It could be really scary in two years. I'm saying like seven wins or 11 wins would not surprise me. I could see two wins or 11 wins. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, if Zach Wilson misses five games again or six games again and – was it Mike White last year who played great for a game and a half and then got hurt too? Is that his name? I think uh, the name I don't remember, but I certainly remember a quarterback stepping in. I'll tell you the name in a second. There was, talks on, there was talks on first take if they should just go with this guy, Mike White, instead of Zach Wilson, who they drafted number two overall. Like, it was crazy. It's not, it's not, a, crazy, it's not a crazy argument to me. Uh, he, I definitely not played him. Uh, Zach Wilson, mm, Number two overall, man. I don't know. Uh, Mike White. Yeah, I think you're right. Some names you never forget. Mike White. I remember the Mike White era very well. Yeah. Very distinct name. Uh, who do you have at number 23? I think this is my first one where you're going to get upset with me. It's the Arizona Cardinals at 23. Why would I get upset with you? Didn't you have them much higher? I had them at 20. Okay, not too much. I do not believe in this team. I do not believe in Kyler Murray. I don't know how you watch that playoff game against the Rams and ever feel good about Kyler Murray as your quarterback again. That was one of the biggest choke jobs I've ever seen in my life. They're in the Rams division, so he's not like he's never seen these guys before. And he got embarrassed like that. This defense has pieces I like, but they don't always fit together. Like, I don't understand. Like, J.J. Watt is good if he's healthy, but he's never healthy anymore. Isaiah Simmons is really good. But their other inside linebackers, Zayvon Collins, and they don't like play the same sport almost. Like they're so different in their skill set. I just don't like how this team is built, really. And I have no faith in Kyler. They might start off and be like seven and one, but I know the collapse is coming, and it's going to get ugly. I just don't have any faith in this team anymore. Yeah, Kyler Murray saw the game, played in the game, and then demanded to be given an extension. Uh. So glad that the uh, the Cardinals didn't pay them, pay him, even though he, you know he's a division rival of my Rams. Uh, they re-signed AJ Green. They have JJ Watt. Like these two guys were elite, like ten years ago. 
Um, Literally ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like this team at all. I, I thought they should have done a bunch of things, uh, improved the offensive line, improved the secondary. I don't like this team much at all, and for all the reasons that you said as well. Hopkins isn't coming back for six games because of the suspension. I never thought Hollywood Brown was very good. AJ Green cannot be depended on anymore. Like I just don't know what this team's doing. You traded a first round pick for Hollywood because Kyler and him were friends. This never works out well. Like receivers, I just this is going to be a failure this year. I can't wait to watch it. There's something else that I'm surprised you forgot to mention. Who do they have in their backfield? I like James Conner, man, in Arizona. He was bad in Pittsburgh, but so, he was pretty good last year. And and I agree with you, but the expectations were like sub-zero. Like, that is very true. Yes. That Now they paid him. I forgot and, they paid him. Oh, now I'm yes. even worse on him. That's right. Yeah, you're right. No, no, no. I don't you know like that, him anymore. I forgot that happened. They paid him. I think it was $21 million for three years. And Chase Edmonds is gone. Yeah, that's not good. That's not going to be good for them. So this is – James Conner is a bell cow now. You don't have that change of pace anymore. And now the bar is higher. And Kyler wants money. And they paid Zach Ertz, who's old and not great last year. I don't like what this team is doing at all, Web. Yeah, I thought Zach Ertz was 35. You were the one that told me that he's only uh, 30, 31 maybe. Yeah, we had this – we talked about this on the pod one day. You were – you couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was like a year or two away from retirement. He should be. <laughs> all right. So you had Arizona at 23. Who do you have at 22? At number 22, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I don't, I don't love anything about this team besides their receivers. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins, really. Like, Dalvin Cook is good when healthy, but I don't have faith in him being healthy for 17 games. Thielen won't stay healthy. Irv Smith won't stay healthy. Christian Darrisaw, their left tackle, was a first-round pick, was bad last year. They're, they have a new coach now who isn't a defensive guy. So their defense might take a step back. I just, I don't really have faith in this team at all. Can their defense get worse? I think Mike Zimmer made them better than they were. I really do. And now they're going to be worse without Mike Zimmer. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. This is our first like huge disagreement. I think I had Minnesota in the top 15, maybe top 14. I think you did and you were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I can't disagree with what you're saying. I think Minnesota from what we've seen is probably more where you have them ranked. But I just think that roster, I just think they have a lot of firepower on that roster. I believe in Kirk Cousins. The crazy thing is this team could win the division. Yes. But I don't love the roster. I just think that division is so awful. That if, if I was just judging rosters, this is a bad roster to me. I don't like the pieces. The offensive line, I think, is just bad. It's not a good offensive line. I just don't... If you told me Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and KJ Osborne would play 17 games, all of them, and Cook is healthy, I might have a different take, but I don't think that's going to happen this year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I, I think that's a top seven receiving core, maybe even higher in the league. That's why I'm really high on them. And I think Dalvin's obviously a top three back. Um, uh, I'll say top five. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. I, 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 I don't disagree with what you're saying. All right. Uh, who do you have at number 21? This is a big disagreement for us. I have the Miami Dolphins. I That's d- fair. I think people think I'm crazy for putting Miami where I had them, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. The thing is, I kind of like this team. I like the pieces. 
I love signing Teron Armstead. I like their offensive line. They traded for Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle was good as a rookie, but you need a quarterback to make this thing go. And Tua is a guy I loved coming out of, the, out of college. And it looks like I was very wrong on him. They have Mike McDaniel now as the head coach. They're going to run the hell out of the ball. And hopefully, Tua is not going to throw very much. But if that's the case, why did you trade for Tyreek Hill and give him all this money? I just, I don't understand this team really. I think Tua is bad. I hope he takes a step forward, but I don't think he will. Oop, to me, this is uh, San Fran, SEC San Fran. Honestly. Um, yeah, it's B San Fran. The, yeah, yeah, it's San Fran, the SEC. I, 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 I love this roster. I don't like that they gave Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard, all that money. He was at the game yesterday and just didn't look like he was concentrating on football at all. Um, You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't good, and then they gave him money. Good for anyway, him. Yeah, good, good for him. I'm happy for him. But uh, let's see how that translates into success. I love this roster, man. I love what they did this offseason. It's, it, it's, like you said, it's a, it's a, a poor man, San Fran. They have great receiving core or a good receiving core. Um, good backfield. On paper, they should have a good defense. They have a good secondary. Like we have, I see what happens. They have pass rushing. Coop, they have the pieces, but I don't disagree with, uh, you having them where you have them. I hope I'm wrong. I want Miami to be good because I want Tua to be good. He just hasn't been good yet. And apparently, after that clip of Tua throwing that pass to Tyreek, where Tyreek had to basically walk to catch it, yeah. they fired their social media guy. That's how bad that pass looked. They're like, you got to get out of here. You can't post this stuff. Like, it's not good. They were right to do that. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> he got killed. <laughs> That was stupid of him. All right. We're in the top 20 now. Who do you have? I wanted to make a statement with my number 20. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Woo! And what I think is the most overrated roster in NFL history. I So Dak is fine. Zeke hasn't been good in two years. Michael Gallup tore his ACL and they gave him a bunch of money. C.D. Lamb was a number two receiver and who we now think is capable of being a number one, even though he hasn't done it because he plays for Dallas. Tyron Smith, always hurt. Zach Martin, always hurt. Tyler Smith, sorry, Tyron Smith, left tackle, always hurt. Tyler Smith, their first round pick this year. I'm not sure he's going to be good right away. And their defense, I mean, they got Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs intercepts the ball. Or he lets touchdowns in. There's no middle ground there. It's touchdown or interception. You're right. And then a whole bunch of mediocre. Demarcus Lawrence is getting $20 million from the, for some reason. Like, this makes no sense to me. If it wasn't Dallas, this would be like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like this roster isn't impressive. But people talk about it because it's Dallas, because of ESPN. Like it's some great thing. It's not. I agree with some of what you said. Yes, the roster I think is overrated. The receiving core is nowhere near as good as people tout it to be. CD Lamb, I think CD Lamb was more one B than a than a number two, but I, I I get I get what you're saying. I don't know if he's a true number one receiver. Michael Gallup signing him after the injury was a head scratcher, bringing back Leighton Vander Esch to me was a head scratcher. Uh, yeah, they don't really have an elite area, really. They have some good areas, but they don't have anything elite. Why someone put them at number twelve in their power rankings? I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe I believe in Some Dak. Some people are that smart. Some people are that smart. <laughs> I 
the reason why is I believe in Dak. I think they don't have any elite area, but I think they have some good areas. I think um, they just they, they can rush the they, they can rush the football or they can they can rush the passer. Sorry, um, they have a maybe, decent secondary. Maybe they can if Micah Parsons plays defensive end, but they got him drawing back into coverage like forty percent of the time for some reason. Yeah, they're gonna just, they're, they're gonna have to clamp down and stop the run and and and. Uh, I mean, they were one of the top defenses last year. I don't know if they can repeat that, but I, I believe in Dak. I do. For some reason, the C.D. Lamb thing reminds me of Juju Smith-Schuster. When everyone thought, he's the number two guy, he'll just slide right in to be number one and be fine. And then it never worked. And I think C.D. is probably more talented than Juju was. But thinking he's going to be like a 1,700-yard guy and a top five receiver, I think is foolish to start right away. I'm not sure he'll ever be that guy. Yeah, it might be too early for him. It might be that he makes he drops the ball a lot. And I think in a playoff game last year, he had like two catches. Like, he's not showing up in big games. He can be taken out. I'm not sure how good he is yet. Yeah, we'll see, man. I'm not super confident in the Cowboys, but I'm, I'm confident in Dak. And Dak said he's felt uh, the healthiest he's felt in, in years. So, Real, real good question. Team. Has anyone ever said they don't feel the healthiest they've been in years? That's all everyone <laughs> says. No. They're all liars. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Coop. Um, <laughs> who do you have at number 19? I think this one's going to make you mad. It's the Denver Broncos. It doesn't make me mad because I'm so confident they're not going to be that bad that I'm actually happy you did this. Just to put some egg on your face at the end of okay. the year. So everyone thinks because they got Russell Wilson, they're going to be a top five team. I don't see it. Their offensive line is okay. Garrett Bowles is good. The rest is eh. Jerry Judy has never been an elite receiver yet. Cortland Sutton's can't stay healthy. Javante Williams was so good as a rookie, they re-signed Melvin Gordon to pretty decent money. Their defense. Oh, it's so talented. We stole Randy Gregory from the Dallas Cowboys. Will Randy Gregory make it six games before getting suspended again? Who knows? Justin Simmons is really good. He's so good they didn't want to pay him for five years. They drafted Patrick Sertain. I like him. Josie Jewell is a linebacker who is very, very slow. Bradley Chubb tore his ACL, came back, was okay. The defensive line, people act like Von Miller is still there. He's not there anymore. Vic Fangio is not there anymore. Like, these guys aren't coming back in the building. There's some issues here. They got the guy, the coach from Green Bay is the new coach in Denver. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers wasn't calling his own plays there. Like, their offensive coordinator didn't call the plays. And now this guy's running the show in Denver. It's going to work out great. I don't buy it. You know what you proved to me, Coop? Is it my football genius overwhelms you? I mean, something overwhelms me. I don't think it's your football genius uh, self-proclaimed. But I think that people will see what they want to see. Honestly, because wait, you looked at the roster. How dare you? How dare you? What you described in Denver and Denver situation is exactly how I describe some of the teams that you have uh, pretty high. I, I, I see this very differently from you. I think that Russell Wilson is a game changer. I don't think this is at all a top five team at all or a top 10 team. Not at all. I think I had them like at 17 or 16. Um, hey, what's the difference? I'm basically the same spot you are, just smarter at 19. No, but I had them there because, you know, I don't believe in the receiving core to stay healthy. Um, the offensive line is all right. Uh, they have some some holes in the defense, but Russ is such a game changer. I think this team wins ten games. 
Vic Fangio is one of the best defensive play callers, like ever. His defense is really easy to play well, and he's gone now. In Chicago, he had a great defense. In Denver, he ran a great defense. I I think this defense takes a giant step back, and then having a good defense was why people liked him so much. I I don't think this is going to be very good this year. Can't wait. Number 18, Coop, who you have? The Tennessee Titans, same place you had them. Yeah, this team is just met to me. They were the one seed last year and got blown out. It's Derrick Henry or bust. They traded A.J. Brown. They got Robert Woods, who's coming off the ACL. I just, this is Jeffrey Simmons and Derrick Henry and basically a bunch of mediocre players. I'm not impressed with anybody here. Yeah, I agree with you. This team has been uh, overachieving for years now, and it's going to catch up to them. Honestly, the best thing that can happen to this team is they start off one and six. Tannehill gets benched and they bring in Malik Willis to bring something near the offense. Yeah. Or they go three and th- like six and 11. So they can cut Tannehill in the offseason. That might be better for Malik Willis's long term development. He gets the full year to learn. That's probably the best case situation. But yeah, I don't want to roll with Tannehill after this year at all. I don't want to roll with Derrick Henry this year uh, in fantasy drafts. I'm, yeah, I'm nervous. No, no I, way. I, I, I think he's done, like in terms of being where he was, King and Henry. To be fair, I thought Derrick Henry was done each of the last five seasons, and I keep looking stupid. <laughs> but one of these years, I'm going to look right. <laughs> it, it, it's just an injury, man. It's just things are catching up to him. He's in, he's in his late 20s now. Like, no, thank you. I agree. Okay, so that was number 18. Who do you have number, at number 17 now? The Pittsburgh Steelers. I, wow. Yeah, I thought I, I struggled with this for a while. Because I like some of their pieces. But this is a really bad offensive line. Like, maybe the worst offensive line in football. Is Mitch Trubisky going to be a starter? Is Kenny Pickett? I don't know. They have Chase Claypool, who's good. Deontay Johnson, who's good. Najee Harris, who's good. But if they don't have time to throw, they can't throw the ball to them. And we saw how Najee did last year with no offensive line. And they didn't get better offensive line. They're the same offensive line, basically. So he's going to have no running room. I don't know how this team scores 20 points a game. I don't know how they do it. So that's a huge issue for me. They scored 20 points a game with TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. Exactly. You need to have them. Those guys have amazing performances again. And defense is less repeatable than offense. Yeah. So... I love their defense. I think it's a great defense. Probably a top five defense. I'm not sure it's enough with how how poor the offensive line is. I think this team is the biggest gap in terms of defense and offense in the league. And uh, I mean, you, you still have them pretty high. They're almost top half. So I I love the defense, and I kind of like some of their skill players. I just don't like their offensive line. And a bad offensive line can hurt you be- worse than a good receiver core can help you. Like it's it's it'll always come back to kill you. It's gonna it's get true. the quarterback hurt. It's gonna get your backup hurt, and then Mason Rudolph saying, "I could be a starter again." That's hmm. not that's not a good thing. You don't want that. Definitely not. All right. Now we're in the top half of the league. Number 16, who do you have, Coop? The Jacksonville Jaguars at number 16, ahead of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I love Trevor Lawrence. I love Travis Etienne. They gave Christian Kirk like $12 million a year, too much money. But he's an okay receiver. Their offensive line, it's not good, but it's not the worst offensive line in football. And they kind of had pieces on defense now. Josh Allen was pretty good as a rookie. Trayvon Walker was the number one pick overall. Apparently, he looks the part. I'm not sure he'll play like the part. 
They got Shaq Griffin. They have pieces. And if Trav- Trevor Lawrence takes the step forward, I think he's going to. 16 might not be high enough for this team. They could easily win the division. And I might have them winning the division when we do our division preview show in August sometime. Very okay, cool. I heard you speak. <laughs> you said that with such hate in your heart. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't a positive comment. How do you look at this roster and say what you say and look at Denver's roster and just destroy how that team is built? I think this team has more upside with Trevor Lawrence than Denver's does. Denver is all on names. This is all upside. This whole team is just guys that could be amazing. Like this team had like Evan Ingram was always like the tight end that could be the next guy that never got there. Try, like Zay Jones was good in Oakland. He was there. Like they have a bunch of guys that are good. They have a professional coach this year. Urban Meyer was such a dumpster fire last year. We forget that would, that probably cost them like five wins. In the last game of the year, they beat the brakes off the Colts in a game the Colts needed to win. They destroyed them. They looked solid on defense. Trevor Lawrence looked like Trevor Lawrence should have looked. I think we're going to get that for most of this season. I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Okay. I think that's a second major disagreement. <laughs> the Minnesota one I see, this one I don't. But that's the nature of this exercise. All right. Number 15, one five. Who do you have? I have your Philadelphia Eagles. And I thought about this for a long time because you made some good points about how good this team is. And I, I do like how it's built. I really do. My issue is they have a lot of old players at key positions and I'm not confident that they'll stay healthy the whole time. Lane Johnson might be the best right tackle in football. And he also might play six games. Jason Kelsey might be the best center in football. He might play seven games. And we talked about it a lot on your show. Jalen Hurts, I don't really believe in as a starting quarterback to be a championship level quarterback. I think he could be a starter, but I'm not sure how he'll do in this situation. Makes some fair points. This is a, an old team in key areas. But they have Javon some depth Har- on, on the old Sorry, Javon, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Clocks, both old. Like, I just they have a lot of old guys that they really need to play like young guys. And I, I have some questions there. Sorry. Yeah, well, they cut Fletcher Cox and then brought him back. So, um, yeah, uh, Brandon Graham's also old. Um, Tells you they believe in him a lot. <laughs> cut, you cut him and bring him back. Like, I, I love Jordan Davis. He's a monster. But he fell in the draft where he did because they're not sure he can play more than 20 snaps a game. N'Kobe Dean was maybe my favorite player in this draft. He went in round three because his body is apparently a dumpster fire. Like, I just, if he's healthy, I love him. But he fell for a reason. He, they, people saw medicals that we didn't see. And I just have some real questions about key positions on their roster. But I think you're right. The upside could be, like, championship-level play. That's how good this team could be if everything goes the way they want, if they think it might. Wouldn't shock me, Coop. Gardner Minshew, baby. Take you to the AFC, NFC title game. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Number 14, who do you have? The Cleveland Browns. And I think if we knew what was happening with Deshaun, this could be a top five roster in football. But if it's not Deshaun for eight games, I think it's probably going to be at least eight game suspension. Baker's out the door. You got Jacoby Brissett. And I'm not sure how good this roster is going to be with Jacoby Brissett running, this, running the show. Like, I just, I have some serious questions about that. Amari Cooper, I love. 
Donovan Peoples-Jones was really good last year. He has some upside, but he doesn't catch the ball that well. David Njoku, they paid a bunch of money. They paid a bunch of money to Njoku, and we both were shocked when that happened because he wasn't very good. I just... The defense is crazy good, but I have questions about the offense, especially with Deshaun. Missing time. Uh, the thing I like about this roster is that they can still run the football. They have the best backfield in the league, and that's why I'm not that worried with Deshaun sitting up. And they have some really good pieces around them. Um, but it's fair that you're concerned with uh, with Deshaun Watson and the huge elephant in the room. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm sure a lot of people are betting against Cleveland this year. It also really bothers me that Cleveland paid him like a million dollars this year. So if he gets suspended, it won't cost him any money in the long run. I think that's such a dirty move and a real slap in the face to the women that have accused Deshaun of this crime. I think it's just, it really bothers me. And I hope this team loses a bunch of games because of it. Yeah, I think, I think there's going to be a long line of people who want to see Cleveland fail. Yeah, for good reason. Okay. So, number 13, who do you have? It's the New England Patriots. And I, I could be too low on this team, or I could be too high on this team. I have no idea, because Bruce, uh, Bill Belichick is a wizard. Like, There's guys that I'm like, I don't think he's that good. And then he plays like an all-pro. Like Matt Judon, I thought was fine in Baltimore. He was killing it in New England before he got hurt a little bit. And Cole Strange was their first round pick. No one understood it. But the last time Bill Belichick did that, the guy's making the Hall of Fame. Like I don't understand how he does these things. I just assume that it's all going to work out for the New England Patriots because he sold his soul to the devil. Yeah, I I just have a lot of questions with this team on offense. I, I like Mac Jones more than you do. I like David yes. Harris quite a bit. Devontae Parker, if he's healthy, can be really good. Like they have a good tight end system. Like they gave both Hunter Henry and John Smith a bunch of money. And, and they were bad. They were bad last year for sure. But I think year two, Mac Jones might be better. And I just know that Bill Belichick is gonna have a good offensive line. He always does yeah. no matter who's playing, the offensive line is gonna be good. Yes. And that's the most important thing. So I think this this team is gonna do better than we think it is. Okay. Also, really quick side note. There was a profile on Matthew Slater in The Athletic uh, a few days ago. I read it. It's incredible. Uh, he's basically been, I think it's a 10-time All-Pro at special teams. And it's just a really incredible read about a guy who you don't really hear much about, but it is apparently the best special team player of all time. Interesting. Coop continues to root for his team, the New England Patriots. Um, who do you, you have? Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. How dare you? Just promoting them. <laughs> Left, right, and center. Uh, who do you have at number 12? I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. <laughs> I like this team, man. I like this team a lot. I almost had them much higher than this. Give me Jacksonville at 16, please. <laughs> <laughs> Over this. That's, that's nuts. Okay. I've always been a Derek Carr guy. I like Derek Carr. He's a good quarterback. Javante Adams and Hunter Renfro, it's not the best one-two punch in football, but it might be a top-five one. I've always liked Josh Jacobs. You never did. I think the offensive line is pretty good. Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, is that the best two pass rushers in football on the same line? It might be, right? I want to say yes, but I, I, something's telling me to hold back. But you're not crazy. Yeah, I think it's them two. And they kind of do a little bit different stuff. Jonathan Hankins is a great run stuffer. Like This defense is going to be better. Jonathan Abram at healthy is good. Trayvon Mullen at healthy is good. Rocky said on the Colts is a fine number two corner. 
Like they have pieces here to make them a really good team. And I, I kind of hope they're bad because I hate Josh McDaniel's guts, but I think this is a really good roster. I really do. I think it's a good team, man. I really do. All right, man. I slammed the Raiders, unlike uh, John Gruden did this week. <laughs> Bro, I that text message you sent me was so amazing. Just I was so happy by that. Most He's confident man in America. For- He's going to sue them for all... He's going to win all the money. They're going to give him like $200 million to settle. So every all these bad emails don't come to light. 100%. This guy's it's a possible. genius. <laughs> it's possible, man. Um, I, want, I, I wanted to address your, uh, your comment about the... Or, or, or your, your, uh, your, your prediction of the best uh, pass rush. I think it's up there, but I also think about um, Joey Bosa and, uh, Khalil Mack. Khalil yeah. Mack. Uh, That's fair. And I also think about, uh, I think I lost it. Let's, let's, Nick, stick, with the, let's stick with them for them. Nick for Bosa them. and Arik Armstead are pretty, pretty good. Yeah. But, over in San Fran. Yeah. But Arik's kind of like a defensive tackle more. And Khalil Mack wasn't that good last year. It's been hurt a bunch. No. Like, I, there's a lot of injuries there. So I think going in, I would probably take those two guys over any other team, but I could be talked into a few others like, in the same range. And Colin Kaepernick make, might make, make the Raiders this year. Got tried, he got worked out today. Apparently, it went well. So they could have good good karma on their side too. Yeah, that was encouraging to see. Do you think it has any chance of happening? Yes, small chance, but yes. I think there is a zero, there is a hundred percent chance he is better than Nick Mullins right now. Although. I am not 100% sure Colin Kaepernick wants to be an NFL NFL backup. No, I don't think so either. So I'm not sure how good it would be to have him in the locker room with Derek Carr. You want a place where he could be the starter, and I don't think he can be the starter in Vegas. That's fair. Yeah. But at least this should help other teams uh, have some interest in him or work him out more. Um, five years since he played, man. In five years. Yeah. That's a long time. Man. And he's yeah, I'm not 34, sure. 35. 34 is not old for a quarterback, but five years off, it's not ideal. It's really bad. All right. Number 11, who do you have? The San Francisco 49ers. That team I thought would make the Super Bowl last year. I love this team. I love it with Jimmy Garoppolo. And with Trey Lance, I do not what get I do not know what you're getting. It could be great, it could be bad. I liked him coming out of the draft, but we didn't see much from him last year in the games he played. So I do not know if he will be able to take this roster to the next level. But just based on the players besides him, this could be a top five roster in football. Has a lot of good pieces here. Great offensive line, great skill skill players, an elite tight end. The running backs will be great. And the best one of the best pass rush, pass rush teams in the football. A lot of great players here. Okay. Some call them Miami West. Uh <laughs> No one has ever called that. <laughs> uh, who do you have now? We're entering the top 10. At number 10, I have the Super Bowl runner-up, Cincinnati Bengals. I like this offense. I have serious questions about this defense. I, we, I talked about it on your show. I'm not sure this defense can be as good as it was last year. I think that was a one-time trick. And it might take a really far step back this year. And the Super Bowl runner-up usually plays poorly. It's not a good track record, so I do not think this ends well for them. Cool. The the scariest 
and most disturbing thing, <clears throat> excuse me, about you talking about Cincinnati just now is that I realized you did not mention your Indianapolis Colts and we have done, we're at, we're at number nine right now. This is insane. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to skip what you said about Cincy. I, I don't disagree. Who do you have at nine, Coop? At number nine is the New Orleans Saints. Jesus. I, I like this roster quite a bit. Great pieces on defense. Cam Jordan, maybe the most underrated pass rusher in football. Tyron Matthews signed there. Marshawn Lattimore is back. Marcus May is a really good safety. Maybe played in New York, so we don't really know. The offensive line is pretty good. And just Pete was a pro bowler. They lost their left tackle, James Hurst now. I'm not sure he's going to be that good. They have Trevor Penning, their first round pick from this year. He's ready to play or not. It's a huge question mark at quarterback. Is it Jameis? Is he going to be right? Is it going to be the $100 million backup quarterback? Or is it Andy Dalton? Like, I don't know who's playing there. Jarvis Landry signed. Chris Olave is there. Michael Thomas hasn't played football in like 18 months. Got a lot of questions here, but I like the roster a lot. Top to bottom. Okay. I agree with you. I love this roster, and I think they have a lot of potential. I, I think they have a really high floor and a really high ceiling as well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, both sides of the football is really, really encouraging. Coop, again, who do you have at number eight? This is getting ridiculous now. I have the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I like their defense. I like Aaron Rodgers. And then I have a bunch of questions at skill positions and kind of their offensive line. Elton, Elgin Jenkins was drafted to play center. He's now their right tackle. Bakhtiari is maybe the best left tackle in football. When healthy, he's not healthy that much. And their receiving core is all, it's real bad. Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins. Those are a bunch of number three receivers, maybe number four receivers. I've got serious questions here. I just, Aaron Rodgers, if this team didn't have Aaron Rodgers and it was, Carson Wentz. This is like the 24th roster in football. But with Aaron Rodgers, it makes the top 10. Well, to me, this team without Aaron Rodgers is kind of like Pittsburgh, but with a better O-line and worse receiving core. All right, Coop. We're in the top seven now. The, magnific- the, ugh, the magnificent seven. Who do you have? I have the Baltimore Ravens at number seven. Wow. I... <laughs> I think this is a really good roster. I love how this team is built. I just kind of believe it's all going to work. In one of the best drafts, if Ronnie Stanley's back and Lamar is back and happy, it's going to be a really dangerous team. I think it's really good. I have some questions if Marcus Peters will be healthy, if Marlon Humphrey will be healthy, if Calais Campbell can still be dominant in his old age, but they have great players here. And they also have depth at the cornerback position. So I'm not that worried about uh, Humphrey and Peters as much as I would have been. Um, yeah, gr- great, great team, great organization. And they brought back Tyler Huntley today, by the way. So if Lamar gets hurt, he can come in and not miss a beat. Yeah, which I think, which I think is probably why they don't want to pay Lamar Jackson two hundred million dollars when they saw Tyler Huntley do it for one tenth the price. <laughs> Blasphemous. Um, all right. Am I wrong? Is that wrong? <laughs> it's right. All right. Number six, who do you have? The Kansas City Chiefs at number six. I think you had them in the 20s, right? Um, I think I had them at 19. I just, Patrick Mahomes makes this a top 10 roster by himself. He's that talented. I like what they did with their receiving core. Juju, McCall Hartman, and MVS. That's not an awful, that's not a good top three, but it's not the worst top three in football. And Mahomes can make that work. 
especially with Travis Kelsey, who since 2017 has the most receiving yards of any player in football. Their offensive line might be the best offensive line in football. Their defense has questions. But if they're beating people 42-38, those wins still count. I think this is going to be a really dangerous team. Yeah, you see it a little differently, but I definitely agree with you on the O-line. That's that's their biggest strength. Um, and Mahomes, of course. Um, all right, so we're in the top five now. And the Indianapolis Colts have not been mentioned. Who do you have at number five? At number five, I have the Indianapolis Colts. They're finally off the board. Wow. I told you on your show, this is the best defense in football. I wasn't lying. This is the best defense in football. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be stifling. They have great players everywhere. And I think this offense with a competent quarterback and Matt Ryan, it's going to be good. They have a really strong offensive line. They have the best running back in football in Jonathan Taylor. You don't need amazing receivers when you're running the ball for 200 yards a game. Matt Ryan's throwing the ball accurately, on time. I, ju- I just think this team has no real holes besides receiver a little bit. And I think that those those concerns can be easily fixed. I just I think this team has no real holes, man. Best defensive football. I think the offense can score points and not make mistakes and give it up. We see this very differently, but I'm glad you have confidence in your squad. Let me ask you a question, though. Seriously, about me. I'm not one of those guys that believes the Colts are going to be, like, the best team in football every year. I'm pretty realistic. I thought they were going to be awful last year. You had them way higher than I did. And I was like, this team is bad. It's going to be bad. Carson Wentz is awful. I'm pretty realistic with the Colts. I think I judge it very fairly. And this is the first team, the first time I've believed in them in a long time being actually a good football team. Hey, man. If you're not bold, I guess it's, what are you, right? (laughs) Yannick Ngakwe is amazing. Hoodie Pay, second year, first round pick. DeForest Buckner is like the third best defensive tackle in football. Darius Leonard is the best linebacker in football. Stephon Gilmore is older, but he was the best player in the sport in 2017, the best defender in football. He should have been the Super Bowl MVP. That's how good he was in the Super Bowl that year against your Rams. They have Quentin, Quentin, Quentin Nelson, the best left guard in football. A top five center. Michael Pittman isn't a great number one receiver, but he's pretty solid. He's, he's reliable. He's big. He can catch hot, uh, jump balls. Like Matt Ryan isn't cooked yet. He can still throw the ball really accurately. I think this team is better than people give it credit for. It might be the AFC championship game. It's very realistic. Absolutely love it. Cooper, I have to, I really have to give you a, a standing ovation because. A few months, a couple months ago in our free agency preview, you were the most pissed off fan in the world that the Colts did not spend enough money, uh, and, and how a bunch of players passed. And, and now you're saying it's going to be a, a, a AFC championship level team. I love it. I wanted a pass want- rusher. We got Yannick Ngakwe. I wanted a quarterback. We got rid of Carson Wentz. We got Matt Ryan. He was very available, Matt Ryan. Let me ask you, how many games did the Colts win last year with Carson Wentz? Was it 10? 10, I think, yeah. Is Matt Ryan three games better than Carson Wentz? I think he is. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor recreates what he did last year. That was that was, that was was insane what he did last year. I think the sky is the limit for him, having a quarterback that people are scared of. He can throw the ball more than seven yards and be accurate. He was, he was running on 11-man boxes. They're like, Carson Wentz, the guys are wide open. Hit him. Hit him 12 yards down the field. It's a touchdown. 
and Carson Wentz would sprain both his ankles and fall on his <laughs> the worst. Okay. <laughs> I hate him so much, Rev. I hate him so much. Wow. All right. Colts at number five. Well, I don't know if I want to hear the rest of the power rankings now. I just want to see where the Colts are going to fall. No, I'm joking. Um, what do you have at number four at your ridiculous power rankings? I have the LA Chargers. Uh, wow. If it wasn't for the Buffalo Bills, this might be my Super Bowl contender in the AFC. I love Justin Herbert. I love how this roster is constructed. I think they are doing the exact right thing when you have a cheap quarterback. They are spending money everywhere else to try and get that Super Bowl before he becomes expensive. You love, you have loved Austin Eckler for a long time. I'm kind of getting on board. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, those are a great one-two punch. Their offensive line is better, objectively better than it was. Zion Johnson was my favorite guard in this draft. They got him to play right guard this year. Sean Slater was the second team all pro last year as a rookie. And this defense is very scary. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack could ruin someone's life. Southeast Samuel Jr. was great as a rookie. They signed J.C. Jackson, the Patriots, who was the number one corner in football last year. I think that was like 60% Belichick, but he still played the place. I, they were bad at corner last year. He's objectively better than what they had. I think this is a really good team, and I would be shocked if they don't win 12 games minimum. You see this a little differently because I, I think it's a really good roster. I just I know this is a very brittle roster, too. And I think this is the most brittle injury-prone roster in the entire league. Google Justin Herbert workout from two days ago, and I dare you to call that man brittle. He'll break your face. <laughs> it's a killer. He's still not very intimidating. I saw it. Um, yeah, he isn't. It's his face, right? He looks like a soft boy. It's not good. <laughs> but he's a gigantic man. Here's the thing. This team is so brittle. I love Keenan Allen. I think he's one of the best receivers. Like, he doesn't get enough praise. But he is not durable. Uh, Austin Eckler, not durable. Asante Samuel, not durable. Derwin James, let's not even get started on him. Joey Bosa, ugh. Khalil Mack, I don't know, man. You're not Nazir, wrong. Nazir You're not Adderley. wrong at all. This this team sh- on paper is one of the best rosters in the league. You're not you're not wrong to put them at number four for you know roster uh, you know projections, but like this team is just glass to me, man. And that's what scares me. And the fact that they haven't made the playoffs under Brandon Staley yet, uh, or uh, Anthony. Lynn? Lynn. Anthony yeah. Lynn, yeah. Uh, before that, Justin, Justin Herbert's fantastic, but hasn't experienced the playoffs yet. Let and me ask I you just... a question. Very serious, okay? Yeah. What would be more surprising to you this year? If the Los Angeles Chargers were the number one seed in the AFC or the Denver Broncos were? Uh, the Broncos would surprise me more. Because the Chargers, I think the upside is number one seed. I think that they're going to be a playoff team this year for sure. I think Herbert's too good for them not to be. It it, it should pan out that way. It should. We'll see, man. We will. I, this yeah. team is this team is is M Night Shyamalan glass. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I always like when you use a nickname that takes longer to say than the word glass. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. We're in the top three now. Who do you have? Number three. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is undoubtedly one of the best rosters in football. Defense, 
is basically the same one it had for the Super Bowl win. Their offense has taken a little step back, though. They lost their left guard. Alex Kappa retired. Shaq Mason was brought in for their right guard, who went to Cincinnati. So now Shaq Mason, who was an all-pro in New England. But Bill Belichick let him go for a fifth-round pick. And Bill Belichick is usually right about these things more than he's wrong about these things. Chris Godwin has a torn ACL. They brought in Russell Gage, but not having Chris Godwin is a huge loss. Brady's still there. He makes he stirs the drink. This is an elite roster for sure. But I think with those losses, it's not the best roster in football anymore like it was last year. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. But this this team over the last like uh I think two years, ever since Brady arrived, or two years ago, was the best roster in football. Them taking a hit is what I think many teams would dream of. Um, for sure, they took a hit, and and they're still in your top three. Uh, Crazy, yeah. Okay, they're great. Cool. Yeah, dynamic duo number two. Who's left? And I'm assuming it's uh, the Buffalo Bills. It is the Buffalo Bills at number two. This game was 13 seconds from going to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's one of the worst losses I've ever seen, and maybe the best game I've ever seen played. Kansas City versus Buffalo in the playoffs was the, I think it's the best football game I've, I've ever seen. It was so much fun to watch. I'm hoping that loss did not kill their drive and like ruin this team and break it. But this team is really strong everywhere. A good offensive line. Great receivers. Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in football. Jamison Crowder, they got in, who I kind of forgot about. Gabriel Davis was good last year. Isaiah McKenzie was huge in the playoffs. Jake Kumaro was the reason Aaron Rodgers was mad at the Packers. That's how good he is. He's like the fifth guy. They drafted James Cook in round two, Dalvin's little brother, who's good. His defense brought in Von Miller. And they had so many other players. Webb forgot about him. And it's Von Miller. They have really good... They filled their hole at corner in the first round with Elam. Hoyer and Hyde might be the best two-safety duo in football. Tremaine Edmonds is a great linebacker with Matt Milano, a great linebacker pair. And they get after the passer. This team is like no real holes that concern me. I think it's strong everywhere. Yeah, man. Uh, I agree with you that Buffalo is really, really, really high. This is the most loaded Buffalo roster that I can remember, um, you know, this generation. So, you know, I think honestly it's um, it's Super Bowl appearance or bust. I don't know if they need to win it this year. They do. But I, I, I think they need to make it. Buffalo lost four in a row. You can't lose with the first one you get. You have to win it or you're going to be cursed for the next 10 years again. <laughs> I get that. But like for Josh Allen to do that in such quick su- uh, succession, uh, I think would just give the fans a lot of hope. They Obviously, you want to win if you get there for the reasons that you mentioned, the Super Bowl hangover, or sorry, the, 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 the runner-up hangover as well. Um, but if this team loses again in the AFC Championship, I think there's some real questions. And then the seat's going to start to get hot for McDermott. They lost to Kansas City in round two. But in in the AFC title game, do you think they beat Cincinnati? Because I think they destroyed Cincinnati last year, in that game last year. Oh, yeah. And the Super Bowl against Josh Allen is a very different Super Bowl than what the Rams had. I'm not saying you guys win that, lose that game, but it's definitely a harder win for you guys to do. I think Josh Allen is maybe the most dynamic quarterback in football right now. He's a, he's a, He's crazy. I think he's like my second favorite quarterback to watch, which is very impressive for him. Okay. Well, we'll see. They are the Bills at the end of the day. So for me, I could see them winning 13 games. 
And I can also see them winning eight. Not going to lie to you. I think the floor is 12 wins for this team. That's the lowest I see them winning. 12. Wow. I'd take that bet on. Burrito? Uh, I don't know if I'm there. But... <laughs> I could. I, I you just said team. with so much confidence. I take that bet because I now have a note sheet tracking our bets. And uh, because you kept losing and you got worried. Now I'm up. It's tied one one. But I'm yeah. if Westbrook's not traded, I'll be winning two one, and I can't wait for that day. Can't wait. He's Let's scared. add to the board. Let's add to the board, tough guy. Sorry, what is it that the Bills win at least twelve games? Yes. No, but I I, I also said I could see them winning thirteen games. Fence sitter web back in action like a coward. I'm not. I'm not thinking about that. Of course you're not. You're a coward. I would rather. I would rather bet that that the Chiefs don't win 12 games. <laughs> well, that's possible. <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, the number one team in your power rankings would be. It's the Los Angeles Rams. They are the current Super Bowl champions. I do not think any power rankings are legit if you do not have a Super Bowl champion at number one until the first game is played. They're the champions for a reason. They won it all. They're the best roster. Yeah. Great defense. Aaron Donald is probably the best overall player in football. He got the final play to win the Super Bowl. He got rid of... He threw Joe Burrow down real hard. Stafford's incredible. Cooper Cup. Won the Triple Crown last year at receiver. He's WBB, but he got a chance. Cameron Akers came back for the playoff run. Man, I just love this roster. It's great everywhere. The offensive line, I think, might take a step back this year, and that could hurt Stafford, but defense is incredible. Like You added Bobby Wagner from an in-division rival, and he's like the fourth-best linebacker in football, and that was your biggest biggest weakness. Seems ridiculous. It's not fair. And... We got back uh, Troy Hill, which I thought I thought was a very underrated move. A lot of people aren't talking about it. We lost Darius Williams. I I think the, the, the secondary is deeper than it was last year. That's a very Patriots thing to do. You let someone leave for big money, they don't play that well, and you bring them back immediately and they're good again. Yeah. Some guys just fit your system, and that could be Troy Hill. He could be great again for you guys. Trust F him. F them picks. Yeah, it's working for you guys. Yeah, buddy. So that's uh, that's your that power is, rankings. That is Coop's official preseason power rankings 2022 NFL in the books. Right. Right, what do you think? I, I think you think I'm ridiculous a little bit. You didn't like some of these picks, I see. I'd say you're I, interesting is the word that comes to mind. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Even, I do what I can. I knew you'd be ridiculous, but you still surprised me. I don't know how you managed to do it. You're a ridiculous person, and you continue to be ridiculous. But um, the Colts at number five obviously surprised me. Uh, Vegas at twelve shocked me. Yeah, I mean Jacksonville at sixteen was interesting. I think. I mean, compared to those two, like it's not that bad. I definitely take that bet over the other two. But um, I'll I'll bet you Vegas wins more game than Denver this year. How many more games? They just win more. They'll have more wins than, than Denver. No, I don't trust that receiving. See, team. you're so soft. You're talking trash about Vegas. Terrible. Let's do something no a little Will more Webb. interesting. No Will Webb. We're going to start calling you. <laughs> Let's, do something a little, Let's do something a little bit more interesting. All right. Uh, I have to think of something. Could be here for a long time. Takes a while for you. You're the worst. <laughs> you're honestly the worst. No. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter. 
at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. We really appreciate it. Please tell Jeff Bezos that you, we told you to go to Amazon Podcast. If you don't, he's going to turn my Prime off, and I don't want that. I really, I really enjoy Prime. <laughs> he threatened me. I couldn't have that happen. I would tell you you can use mine, but I don't want you to. <laughs> they don't care if we share accounts. You could do it. Yeah, I just don't even want to. I'm reasonable. You don't, you don't want to get my recommendations on things I buy. Ooh. No. Or your shows. They're probably terrible. What do you have against a movie called Spontaneous? About kids who... <laughs> what? I don't want... It's about kids that just combust out of nowhere for no reason. It's a, it's a beautiful love story. Highly recommend it. Is that a real thing? It's a real movie on Prime. Wow. Of course you would watch that. What I do, I watch weird movies. Thank you everybody for listening. Have a great night. Yeah. Go Dallas. <laughs>